The United We Stand podcast is brought to you in association with Red Army Bet. We all follow United. Red Army Bet, the only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and it's quarter past six ahead of Manchester United against Paris Saint-Germain. I cannot wait. I love this feeling ahead of a big European game at Old Trafford. The team's been playing well. PSG have had the wobbles. I'm more confident now than when the draw was made and that's because two of their best players will not be playing. As I say this, the team bus goes past. Not sure which team bus. Uh, I've heard reports of PSG Ultras and PSG fans being around Manchester all day and, and behaving well. Of course, you'll be listening to this knowing the scoreline, so we'll record most of this podcast after the match. But I thought I'd start it now because I just bumped into two Norwegian people and when I asked them where they were from, they said Mulder, which is the town where Oli Gunnar has been managing. He's not from Mulder, he's from Christian Sund. I always mix up Christian Sand, which is in the south, with Christian Sund near Mulder. So you're from Mulder. Yes, I'm from Mulder. And you've, you're a Manchester United and Mulder supporter. Yes, I've What's been your name? Inge Rektal. I'm uncle to Ketil Rektal. Okay. He's a Norwegian uh, uh, playing in the Norwegian national team. You support... Um, he, he was scoring the goal for, for Nor- Norway against Brazil in 1998 in yeah. the World Cup. Yeah? Yeah. How did you feel when Oli Gunnar was named Manchester United manager in December? I thought it was... Uh, Maybe one year too fast, but uh, I'm sure, and also say, I'm sure he will uh, get a success also here. Were you disappointed as a Molda fan to lose your manager? Uh, uh, no, of course, we, we will miss him, but uh, when the opportunity he gets to go come to Manchester, it's fantastic. So everybody so, understands he had this opportunity, he had to take it. Yes, we, we exported him in 1996 as a player and in 2018, last 2018, as a manager. Well, to be fair to Manchester United, they did go to Mulder in 1992 to play a friendly game there. <laughs> so this is just a good karma. We went there. <laughs> I went to your town on that trip and it was beautiful by the fjords and yeah. I saw the old stadium. Yes, I think, yeah, it was on the old I think it was uh, the, in the... The start of August, I think. Yeah. I was on the match. Yeah. Yeah. I remember bumping into a United We Stand subscriber in the street, which was fantastic. And I remember John Taylor, who's a, a well-known Cockney Red, saying to the Man United substitutes, who weren't all very well-known, yeah. like, who the fuck are you? What's your name? In a really intimidating way. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm Neil Whitworth. And it was just very funny that these young professional footballers were having to explain who they were to Manchester United fans. How have Mulder been playing since Oli Gunnar? Well, they've not been playing because you're on a... No, no, we're, yeah. we're on the pre-season, yeah. so we're... Relaxed. Yeah, we're, uh, uh, we're, we're training hard. Have you got a new manager? Ladies yes. Yeah, so, you, your new manager? <laughs> he, oh, he was the, the trainer. The, he was also the manager before okay. Oli Gunnar come. Erling Moore, and he's very good. Uh, how many times have you been to Old Trafford? This is my second time. Are you confident ahead of the game against PSG? Are you confident? Uh, yes, I think I think they will make it today. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Manchester can go further because uh, uh, PSG has also some problem with uh, some players. So, no, maybe three, three, one. 
today? Finally, tell us something about Oli Gunnar. How do you pronounce Oli Gunnar, by the way? What's the, what's the Norwegian pronunciation of Oli Gunnar Solskjaer? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's the best. Tell us something about him we don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I know he was a Liverpool it, fan. It, it's not, it, it, he, that is nothing bad to say about Oli Gunnar. He's old, he's smiling, he's kind people... He's a he, he honest man. He can't be happy every day of his life. Yes. He must have done something wrong, like eat too much food one day in the kitchen no, no, or something like that. You're no. saying he's never done anything wrong. No. Every day at school, perfect student. They're just a perfect human. As a student, I don't know, but he's a perfect per- person, I'm sure. It's been lovely to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I'm walking away from the Stratford end. There is a lone straggler, a man who's had too much alcohol to drink. It's just over an hour after the final whistle and Manchester United were beaten and outclassed by Paris Saint-Germain, which you know. I'm supposed to get interesting people on this podcast after the game and I, I was just walking out of the ground with James Cooper from Sky, but then I saw a man called Juan Mata and I thanked him. I don't know if you saw the story a few weeks ago, but... He turned up at my little brother's training session in Wivenshaw. Um, he'd heard that my father had passed away. He didn't know my little brother was my brother. And one of the parents of the football team walked his dogs, told Juan's girlfriend, who I've just been talking to, she's lovely, she's from Malmo. And um, she said, would it be possible to get anything signed? And Juan's girlfriend said, well, rather than get something signed, why don't we come down to a training session? And I know Juan, I've known him from when he was at Valencia, and he had no idea it was my little brother, so I just bumped into him and had a lovely chat with him, and he basically said when that first goal went in, bang, and then the speed of Mbappe for the second goal, well, it killed United, we know that. So I feel that I'm hearing this phrase, uh, reality check all the time, it's a cliche, but it's also true. PSG. I went. I thought we'd beat them, so maybe that's just heart ruling the head. But they're excellent. I watched them play in, in in October. I went to Paris, and they were brilliant against a really, really good Lyon team who'd beaten Manchester City and who beat them in the league last week. And I've got a lot of respect for Lyon on how they do things and bring young players through and get the best out of very good players, including Raphael and Memphis Depay. But this isn't about Leon tonight, it's about Manchester United. Uh, this is the first defeat of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's reign. Uh, the players are just leaving now in their cars and heading away from the stadium. Juan's just gone to sign some autographs. And it was awkward tonight. Uh, I thought United did all right in the first half, didn't create too many chances, but then neither did PSG. Love the fact that both teams had attacking intention. Uh, I thought Matic started the game very well and the loss of the two substitutes of the two um, players at half-time, Martial and Lingard, it really showed. And then in the second half, PSG stepped up, including Angel Di Maria, who was pretty poor in the first half, but excellent in the second half, set up both goals. And Di Maria was a great player when he was at Madrid and he just wasn't at United. He had a good first month or two and um, you could just see his confidence sliding. Another expensive failure, and not the only one for, for Manchester United. So we go to Paris in a couple of weeks. 
on uh, the 6th of March. I mean, it'll be a good trip. Paris is a great city. But they're out, aren't they? You know, we're out of Europe in the last 16 and Manchester United are not a last 16 team, but we are at the moment. This is the level that the, the team is at. If you looked at the PSG team tonight, I know they had a 41-year-old goalkeeper, but he's still brilliant. And De Gea is as well. But the two central defenders, like Chilenny and Bonucci, who came with Juventus in October, they're a level above anything that Manchester United have. In Verratti and Marquinhos, they are two uh, midfielders tonight who were better than any midfielders United had. Mbappe is going to be the greatest player in the world, and he showed why, and his acceleration for that second goal is being talked about. I just listened to Wally Gunner talking in the press conference, saying the only way you can stop that is by body checking him. But he also said uh, that he'll be telling his strikers that's how you move into space. And Mbappe, he's outstanding. I saw him score four goals in 13 minutes when PSG beat, beat Lyon. So the second leg, going to be tough. Um, PSG fans were brilliant I know that people will complain about them about the pyro but I thought they were really noisy throughout the game there did seem to be incidents by the netting so I'm sure we'll get more detail about that so I don't know whether things were thrown I certainly saw one seat thrown but in terms of their vocal support and their non-stop vocal support it was a it was a level above anything we see in England they were well organized they were in the ground early they were just singing non-stop and they, they set the atmosphere. I sat in the middle of the main stand and the noise was coming from the right. And you get these surges and these primal screams from the United fans, but it was the away fans who made all the noise. So a really disappointing night, and maybe this is now the new reality because we've got tough games. I wouldn't be surprised if United beat Chelsea. We've got a game against Liverpool. But PSG are one of the favourites to win the Champions League and so are Juventus. And United got the win in, in Turin, but Juventus were the better side there. And I don't expect this United team to go through. And if they get an early goal, as Ole Gunnar said, then it's 1-0 at half-time, then they're never going to give up. But look, they've done a job on us. Let's not be kidding ourselves. And there's much room for improvement in several areas of the team and it's all right extolling the virtues of some very good professional footballers who play for Manchester United but they're just not at the level of those PSG players and that team's been being built since 2011. I remember going to Montpellier on the final day of the 11-12 season when they won the league and I went there because I didn't think I thought United would have won the league. So I booked it a month or two in advance. Montpellier winning the league home was a big, big story. United fell apart at Sunderland. That was the last time I was properly, properly gutted around a football match. And even then, in Montpellier, everyone knew that this would be the last time someone won the league other than PSG. Because they had so much money that they were able to go out and buy not just top players from, from Argentina um, but some of the best players in the world and they've gone up and up and up and even without Cavani. United wanted Cavani. They spoke to him in early 2014 and in the words of someone who wanted to bring him they said he wanted the stadium naming after him and some more 
So Cavani is a little bit greedy, I think it's fair to say. So I'm going to pass the pod over now to the lads who will be speaking probably in a car park somewhere close to Old Trafford. I'm sorry that this podcast isn't as upbeat as it has been in recent weeks, but this is the reality of supporting a football team. You're going to have your ups and you're going to have your downs. And we'll be going to Chelsea on Monday and pretty confident that even though we're dreadful there, we're in a better place than we have been under Mourinho. And United nearly got a win at Chelsea in October. And I wouldn't be stunned if the team did finally beat Chelsea away. But that'll be for the next podcast. I'll pass you over to the lads now. We appreciate the support of our sponsors, including Harry's. Harry's story is that for decades, one big razor company relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of their customers. So Jeff and Andy, two ordinary lads who were fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profit and selling directly to you over the internet, Harry's offers their blades at half the price. Their amazing quality blades are half the price of the leading five-blade brand. Well, what do you get with Harry's? Harry's razors include everything you need for a close shave. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, a rich shave gel, and a travel blade cover. We've got an offer for United We Stand listeners where you can... Get started shaving with Harry's today and claim a trial set for just £3.95. So you can support our podcast, get your trial set delivered to you, including the razor handle, five-blade cartridge, foaming shave gel and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash united right now. That's harrys.com forward slash united. It's post-match after United have been beaten 2-0 uh, home to Paris Saint-Germain, um, bringing an end to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's unbeaten run um, against a pretty classy uh, Paris Saint-Germain side. And United brought down to crashing down to earth a little bit today. Um, you know the levels that we've perhaps at are not what we thought they were. Um, but we're gonna have to try and do 15 minutes uh, chat about it. Um, with me, John Ashton, I've got uh, Stu Edwards and Ant Shaw, uh, and. Bit of an anti-climax up because I think a lot of us went into it pretty positively, especially when they considering the players dead out. Yeah, when when obviously you see Neymar out and uh, who's who's the Cavani. other Cavani, yeah. um, very disappointing um, to to lose two 0 But I, I, they really surprised me how good they were, to be quite honest. And um, I think it's shown up United for having a bit. You know, in the last couple of weeks, I think we've beat beat a, a number of teams, but I don't think our league's as good as. You know, people think it is, and I think that tonight just energy and bluster don't really get you many places. You know, you need a bit of class, and I don't think United had that. And um, you know, on their side, I thought they had still had one or two players, even without the ones out, who were who had what what I'd consider world class players here. Yeah. <clears throat> Stuart, any complaints with the scoreline tonight? <laughs> no, I'm glad it's not five nil. If I'm being honest, um, before the game, I, I would have happily took nil nil. I said it before the game. Um, not seeing much of PSG this this, this season, admittedly, but we all know, you know, we all know. Yeah, we've been on a great run, um, and PSG, you know, spent a lot of money, missing two of the stars. But I think that's always dangerous. But I think we did surprise a lot of people tonight, and similar to what Andrew said, there, the, in the second half in particular, 
like I said, I'm just glad I'm not stood here, stood here with like a four or five nil because it, it could have been that in the end. It was pretty embarrassing in some respects, second half. Uh, we, we, you know, we ran and ran and ran and we tried to get stuck into him a little bit, but uh, by, by which point it was too late and uh, Mbappe didn't really need to break sweat, but um, was uh, scary in, in a couple of uh, runs. He, he did do him just, just devastating, isn't he? Him on his own, you don't need Neymar next to him. Does, does it need putting into perspective a little bit, Ant? Because I know we've got carried away by this run, but you know you have been beating the likes of Fulham and Bournemouth and Huddersfield, which I know probably better than some of the teams at Paris Saint-Germain are given a good hiding in the French League that you know they don't get any credit for. Um, but it's still, it's still very much in the infancy of Solskjaer's team, whereas you could tell that Paris team, that's a team that they've been building for a few years, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's any time for you know real overreactions. Um, when I came out of the ground, I thought, well, I'd rather be at the bottom of this ladder than halfway up the one that we were, um, you know, where we're, you know, the game against Juventus in September, was it? Um, I'd, I preferred watching us tonight than I did against Juventus in September. And I know we beat them away, but it was a fluke, weren't it? Let's have it right. And um, I'm just glad that United are having a go at teams. I don't think, you know, it came off tonight because I, I think we, you know, they had two incredible centre-backs in Mark Ineos and... Um, Thiago Silva and I think Martial and Rashford and Lingard and maybe will be better for that because you know they, they were they played against some real world class footballers tonight I thought you mentioned those two there but um, uh, those three players sorry but obviously two of them had to go off at, at half time and that really was the killer for United wasn't it because we never came that first 20 minutes of the second half we never came out no and that's that's when we stood here now again I would have took a defeat tonight as long as we go and win at Chelsea and I'm stood here now thinking we, well we, we both did say that last week yeah actually. yeah and we you know we're now in a position where we've no idea how bad the injuries are Martial took one tackle and then he was holding his groin I'm not quite sure what happened to the Lingard but straight away you looks li- like hamstring or something like so that so yeah so straight away in, you know, in six days time we'll, we've lost two of our flair quick forward you know playing players and it's the worry is that again really really obvious but the, the bench the, the squad the depth is, isn't good enough so Lukaku is going to be thrown in Sanchez come on again I just don't get Sanchez I, I don't get what's wrong with him but he came on again and, and didn't do a great deal did he so the, the, the team going down to Chelsea now uh, is a worry but we'll come on to that in a second but um, but that second half yeah it, it did kill the, it, did, well, it, it killed any attempt because at half time I was certainly happy with 0-0 and um, I think it was an even game first half, wasn't it? it? Yeah, I think I think we had one shot. I think did Rashford smash one in it? It was going maybe in the top corner. Yeah. Keep keep pushed it around. Yeah, the near post, down at the case stand. Yeah, well, exactly. near post. Yeah. yeah, and I wasn't sure whether it was on target from the Stratford end, but someone assured me it was. So I think that's the only shot we've had on target all game, which yeah. is a worry because a lot of the game, I think Young did put two decent crosses in, and again that first twenty minutes or so, I was frustrated with Martial because even when the ball was coming from in from the right hand side. Martial was, was so wide left he wasn't even in the box you've got to be coming in towards Ghost the back, like gigs, back post gigs used to yeah, like, I hate to say it but like Sterling does for City yeah. now that's why he's getting tappings at the back post and I don't get why he was staying so wide so the, the decent balls that did come into the box there was no one in the middle because Rashford was going out to the right for it and if it was coming in Martial was took, like you know took, hugging the touchline so it, it, it looks a game that we, we were never really going to threaten Buffon if we're being honest yeah. so you are always pissed off at our corners though. fucking hell what was all that about we kept standing at all our players kept standing at the back post it was definitely something rehearsed and then, <laughs> and then, then <laughs> we swung one into the front, the front post, post yeah. I mean why, why were we even bothered with corners but like, they, they had a really small scene didn't they when I, when I was looking at them and I thought we might have a chance on them <laughs> set pieces tonight and honestly don't, don't have a clue what we're fucking doing and then they go and score one at our end 
Um, well, that was disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, the first goal they give away to, to score off a, a far post volley uh, yeah, off a Mart. corner is, is yeah. disappointing. And, and, you know, I, I've I've got a bit of an issue with that because I, I I know I know United fans, you know, they, they love De Gea and rightly so I'm as well. You, I'm glad you said I, I just don't understand how like from, he's not he's not coming for a ball full yeah. yards from his own goal, and I do think that's the the one area of his, his goalkeeping where. You know, he lets himself down. There shouldn't be somebody nodding it in from four I'm, yards. I'm so they? glad you said that, mate, because again, I'm at the Stratford yeah. end and I'm not yeah. seeing it back. But my first thing was, and we know De Gea doesn't come off his line, he relies on his reflexes. But from a corner, it did see whoever scored it, it yeah. seemed like a, a volley from two yards. Yeah, and why isn't he coming out and getting yeah. a hand to it? I'm not, I've not seen it back, so maybe no. I, I might be made to eat the words. But yeah. it is one area of the game which he doesn't seem to uh, like to do. Paul Pogba sent off today, aren't um, Difficult game for him. He probably didn't really have you the do, people yeah. doing the, the back three, for him. He had three players around the ball time, didn't he? In comparison to, say, Verratti on the other side of the pitch, who we thought was absolutely by, by far and away the best player on the pitch. Um, disappointing night for him, though. Yeah, and he, he had a really good moment in the first half where he, he ran, he, you know, he danced down the right a bit and went past a, a player and he, you know, he didn't quite get it in the box. But yeah, we've just got to have a bit of patience with him today because he's, he's not got the players around him either, has he? You just get that feeling. And I think the problem, the main problem, what stuck out like a sore thumb for me tonight was I just I just feel like we've got like too many squad players in the team. You know, I mean, Anderer is you know I, I wouldn't sell him. I certainly wouldn't, and I appreciate what he's good at. But well, I've always said that Herrera yeah. and Matic for me are doing a one player. Two, it's taken two of them to do a one man job. Yeah, and I, I don't. I just think we could do with one of them being a bit better at passing the ball forward and um, keeping possession also because. I mean, you look at that Verratti and he's another level, isn't it? It really is something completely different to anything we've had for years since Paul Scholes. And I think United need that. Stu, needing three goals in Paris, no Paul Pogba. Is the tide dead and buried? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no way, <laughs> I'm sorry, the most optimistic of United fans, there's no way we can go up to Paris. Um, I know it's three weeks away, um, but obviously, let's say Pogba's missing. Pogba's missing. Sorry, just just a, bit of, a bit of a domestic going on in our studio again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Pogba's missing. We, we, we've no idea of the extent of the, of the two injuries, so we'll, we'll maybe back. Are they going to miss the next couple of games? Who knows? But you, you, you can't. You can maybe see a scoring in Paris, but you can also see them scoring a couple more, can't you? You don't want it to be embarrassing, do you? You know, I mean, we're going out there, aren't we? And, and you know, yeah. we, we're going to enjoy the day. Um, go, up, go up the Eiffel Tower maybe I think, come um, back engaged or anything you two I think uh, <laughs> I, I just think it's another 90 minutes for, for Rashford and Martial against them two at centre half won't do them any harm because I, I just think I was so impressed with them two tonight. Silver's amazing just yeah. like, Silver's amazing the, and I, I suppose it's something that we lack at times because centre half's in world football now they can play football can't they and um, I was watching some of the balls that Thiago Silva controlled and then did a one, you know, two touches, and it's in his centre midfield. He's not spring chicken himself, is he? No, he's no. Thirty-three. Oh, no, yeah. he's getting on a bit now. Yeah. yeah. We, we touched on this a little bit before, but I mean, yeah. do, do we overrate our league a little bit? I mean, everyone's getting carried away about City and quadruples, and we've I done this we anyway. Do, yeah. but, but I mean, because yeah. PSG, Barcelona, Juventus, they're, they're still going to be a match for any any single team yeah. in this country, aren't they? Well, I, I think United will have a far better chance against Liverpool than we did against them tonight, and. Um, I, I mean, I, I probably underestimated PSG, especially when I saw Neymar, no Neymar and no Cavani on the team sheet. I started thinking, are they, are they actually, who else? Well, know? I don't think I spoke to a single United fan who thought we were going to get beat tonight. No, no, and, um, you know, it, I, I, I was just so impressed. Like, that first 20 minutes in the second half of them, 
they're just such good footballers, aren't they? And you know, United have to aspire. They, yeah. not, you know, we're not going to get carried away because I, I think I think it's clearly evident that our players aren't as good as them. Yeah. But and we've not we've not had a transfer window. Well, we have had a transfer window with a new manager, but it's always difficult to buy players in January, especially good ones. So I just think um, you know, don't get carried away. But that's that's the level that we need to get to. It, it was that second half, and as as the second half went on, and you know, especially the last like 20, 25 minutes, it was like they had an extra two white shirts on the pitch. That that's how you know that's how. how I'm going to use the word embarrassing again. Maybe not embarrassing, but you know, streets, certainly streets levels, apart. isn't it? Yeah, yeah streets apart. Um, it, and and again, without 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 Neymar and uh, Cavani, would have caused you know any of our back four. Uh, Problems. Uh, we picked up quite a few bookings as well, didn't we? Some stupid ones, some niggly ones. Well, I don't think the ref helped the game tonight at no, all because he didn't. He didn't give you much chance to. Because I, I genuinely thought United tonight would come flying out of the traps and yeah. you know not let themselves for twenty minutes. I don't think we did, but I don't think the referee would have let us do that anyway. No, no and you need. It was you need um, obviously, I'm not blaming the referee for the game because we were outclassed, as I said. But I just think you could do with that referee in the first, you know at home. That lets a bit go, couldn't you? Yeah. You want that in your way, like what we saw tonight, and. Um, I thought we were a bit unlucky. He was a bit picky, weren't he? And a bit. But he does suit in a way to him where you can you spoiling tactics and you you know you're going to ground yeah, easily. Yeah. Can can break up the game. I mean, there's one in like the first ten minutes where um, Rashford were chasing after their centre half and he clearly just fell on the floor, and he just gave a free kick. Yeah. He just you know just buying stuff off him, weren't he? And um, he's just a bit. He's not. He weren't the ref we wanted tonight, was he? We wanted one that was a bit let things let the game flow a bit more. What did you make of the uh, the away fans set? Because. Well, I mean, we're usually getting the divs usually sitting that that bit area of the ground. They're usually going on about you know come supporting local teams and stuff. And we've got these mad bastards that are all setting rockets off. And at one point, they even grabbed a steward and they made him crowd surf across across their end. Well, again, yeah, looking from the Stratford end when the first goal went in, and my, my first thought when I walked in at eight o'clock was, oh, that that segregation's a bit uh, a bit a bit close. And it, they, they literally, United, for whatever reason, in my wisdom, I'm guessing they've given, I don't know the figure. 3,700. No, it's more than that. It looked sure, well I'm more. Sure, they're only, that's what you're Honestly. Yeah, that's what you've it got. It looked miles more than that, because obviously they had the normal away end, and that was that was static, to be fair. That didn't move. But then to, the bit in K stand they did have, when that first goal went Maybe in, it was a bit more the, the fence came, they, 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 they attacked. They, they just oh, went. That's it. Oh, here they go, that's it again. They just had every intention. They basically tried to attack K stand and the stewards. Now those stewards, let's be honest, you know, they're not, they're not security. They're not, they're not trained to deal with, you know, football fans, hooligans. And I felt sorry for them because not, not one police, not there was not one, not one copper in sight, and it went off and it, and it, it carried on for about 15 minutes. And the fence got pulled down, and it, there was definitely punches being thrown. And it, and it wasn't in the main section where there was about 100 of them with no tops on, you know, but it was a great atmosphere. You'd still they, rather that than having a load of Huddersfield fans sat down, though, no, wouldn't you? No, absolutely. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree, and they got the United fans going. What's, French, yeah, what's, what's French for we support our local team? Because I don't think I heard it tonight. <laughs> I'm not sure. Sorry for the instruction in the background, but bang on cue, the PSG fans have decided to set a load of another fucking Fireworks rockets off again. No, it was bang I just I didn't get the segregation because... It should have been at least another ten seats. It was way too close, and that was always going to happen. And the, yeah, they've been on the pop all day, and they just spilled into the K stand. And I'm pretty sure a few people got a few, uh, a few uh, knocks, let's say. And um, it was already a big game anyway. But the game at Chelsea now on Monday becomes massive, doesn't it? Because if we do lose that, you're essentially in a just looking for the fourth place cup. Yeah, well, uh, all you got I, left I place around the middle of February. I did that, um poll on Twitter and I was quite surprised at the results with um, which of the next three games would you rather win and I said Chelsea but I'd um, agree with that because you yeah. know can win as a cup it's the only chance we've got of a cup in it yeah. really 
especially well, especially if he was as low on confidence as me as of winning the Champions League. So um, yeah, I, I, I just think unfortunately tonight we picked up a few injuries, but Chelsea was always the one for me. We, we need you know United need to be winning cups. And totally agree. Do they play on yeah. Thursday night? Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing it won't be the same sort of standard of exactly. opposition that's, we have that's to play. The worry, yeah. And the worry is that our record down there, no matter what we seem to do, when we do play well, rubber the green, whatever you want to call it, dodgy decisions, we should have won there early in the season, shouldn't we? They're on, their ass, they're on their asses a little bit, though. They are there for the taking, aren't they? And it is important because we, we've got, I've said from the, what the most important thing perhaps with Solskjaer was not necessarily the run, but it's how you do respond to performance like tonight and it is important to bounce back and win there isn't it is there a chance Sarri could be sacked before Monday that's the thing who knows they get beat well, no, they're not going to get beat Thursday but who knows with Chelsea it wouldn't surprise you if he wasn't there come Monday would it <laughs> um, just before we come to something of an end and this is probably going to be the hardest bit you're going to do today was there any particular United player did stand out for you today anyone you did play, play I thought Herrera I, I know what you've said what you it's mean about Herrera it? yeah it's it is no, class, is it? no I know yeah. what you mean but he, yeah it's not running he, he, he stuck his foot in again Rashford ran and ran and ran it's an hard one uh, don't think Lindelof did anything wrong again can't remember him doing anything wrong Herrera got his uh, obligatory booking didn't he towards the end yeah, just, a, just a you know just a bit of a nasty, well, nasty despite battle. being pretty poor I think the only the only good moment he had from this game I'm going to give it Ashley Young simply because he was pretty shit at football but <laughs> for put, putting Angel Di Maria into tier 2 of, did he well did whatever he did so he doesn't yeah. take much to knock him down anyway exactly. does it he just um, he didn't even... there might be a little bit of repercussions from this as well because I don't know if you saw um, in the second half when he went over to take a corner and he got all kinds of shit thrown at him bottles which did he it? then picked up pretend to swig from lighters, yeah. coins all kinds of stuff was thrown at him which I don't think, you know, United were trying the best to, to get this, um, you know, this, this section going in the corner, but I don't, th- and, you know, and have it self-policing, but I don't think United fans did themselves any favours with that this morning, today, because if... Well, if it was that section, It was that section, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Do, you know, do, do you think anything is going to come well, from no, that? Arsenal fans can throw coins, can't they? So, it must be, it must be a rule now, you're allowed. I think, um, especially against ex-players. With Di Maria, though, I mean, there, there was a lot of talk about why he was being booed and things like that, but... United bought him for 60 million, didn't they? And he never looked like he wanted to be there. Yeah. So you're not going to endear yourself to support as much now. Well, I, so I've, I've been on, you know, I was looking after the game and there's all journalists waxing lyrical about him. But at the end of the day, he's, he's beat, beat a poor United side, hasn't he? You, you know, um, you, you say that though, because it's something I was thinking about before about the reception he got, the poor reception. Because there's not that many players come back to United and do get a good, bad reception. I know most of the players do leave on, on good terms, but even the likes of, you know, the likes of Ronaldo's gone. There's not many players come back and do get that sort of shit, you know. Thinking maybe yeah. Tevez, but there's not many more, is he's, there? He's probably because he ran more tonight than he did in the full season he was at United. That's probably the fucking main reason. Well, I don't, yeah, he's I not, he's, 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 what did he do tonight? Come on, let's be honest. He was part of that. Two goals. Second, <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! Was it one of them? Did take the corner? Took the yeah, corner. I did it as well, yeah. yeah. Other, other than that, I'm just edit <laughs> that out then. <laughs> I didn't know it took the corner. No, he's, um, he's United. Have it. United fans have a reason, I think, to be a bit disappointed in him. And um, let's have it right. He's not won a European Cup for PSG, has he? So, oh, I think United fans are well. I think he's a little shit out swat personally, yeah, but yeah. Um, a good good football though. Right, we'll, we'll call it a day with that. Um, we've managed to get 20 minutes out of it somehow. Um, obviously, a disappointing night for United. Um, probably does bring to an end uh, the Champions League for this season. But they've still got the FA Cup to look forward to. We've got some big league games coming up. And we shouldn't detract from what's been a great run from Solskjaer. We, we would have taken 10 wins out of 12 <laughs> on the way there. Um, we will have someone back for uh, doing the pod from Chelsea. Uh, in the meantime, we're off, all off to 
burgle Angel De Maria's house again. Um, <laughs> but until next time, thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye. United we stand and Red Army bet. We all follow United. Visit redarmybet.com or download the app for all the latest United specials and enhanced odds. The only bookmaker committed to sharing 50% of net profits with United fans.